0: Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast. Peeps with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. What is up, girl Fran. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm really you good are. today. I, I am good. I I slept for 14 hours last night. And I, I love that
1: journey for you, Irene. I woke Irene. up
0: in a panic thinking that I missed our
1: episode. You did. I was like, what even are these text messages <laughs> I about? It was like
0: 10.30 a.m. And I was like, oh, no buddy, I just woke up thinking. And then I looked at the calendar. I was like, Oh, I still have 30 minutes. I'm okay.
1: Um, but do you feel refreshed? Like p- when people sleep for that long, it just, it, it like no. that you just feel like a maze. No,
0: uh-uh. I, it's cause of the damn highs. I wake up every few hours to <sighs> scratch.
1: I want to get you like a scratching post.
0: I need like a, like an little, Irene sized I need a
1: scratching <laughs> robot. I mean,
0: little, like little tiny robot that's it just comes know, over and scratches you. It's like all night is just like moving around my body. Just giving yeah. me nice scratches. That would like be when, like when I scratch Lou when he's sleeping. Yeah. He, he loves it. Yeah. But, that anyways, would be great but I'm living
1: my be- best life. How are you? Tell me about your world. That's uh, I'm great. I'm great. I did not sleep for 14 hours last night, but I'm still great. I'm amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Life is good. I, I mean, I don't you have look any, like you're, you look like you're wearing like a chainmail shirt. What is that shirt? It's um, it's from Fabletics. Oh, it's like okay. a, you know, one of those like shirts. I like it. All Thanks. I can see is
0: the shoulders, but it looks very like medieval times.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. Yes. I just hopped off my, my horse. The squire is on his way. <laughs> <laughs> you would make a good person in Bridgerton. I have. I still have not seen (gasps) Bridgerton yet. I know. I know. I know. I'm like. I'm so bad. Well, so this. I have like a little bit of like kind of PTSD from like getting on board with some of these like Netflix shows because. Yeah. Then you miss them. Yes. Like I Shit's Creek. I still have not seen the last season of Shit's Creek. I'm like emotionally not ready to go there, and so then I like. I'm very reticent about like falling in love with like another situation. Um but everybody's talking about it. And I feel like it's like, you know, the, the queen's gambit the Queen's Gambit, yeah. and a uh, Downton Abbey and like all, like everybody talks about him. And I feel like so out of the loop. That's oh, when I usually man. change the subject. I'm like, let's talk about me. <laughs> oh gosh. Well,
0: speaking of falling in love with a situation. Yes. I'm falling in love with the situation.
1: What, what situation are you falling in love with?
0: I am falling in love with something that our lovely sponsors for this episode, Hugh Freedy are introducing into mm. their green light uh, compliance center uh-huh. slash infection prevention guideline assistance portal. I guess, the, the, I, I, how do I even describe it to someone that doesn't know what green light is?
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's like, it's a basically a, a huge a portal or platform that gives incredible access to members on different pieces around infection control. So they have like templated infection uh, prevention um, uh pieces where you can download it and you can use this information to then apply to your clinical practice. Yeah. Um, they also have incredible amounts of online, uh, CE. So you can go on and look at different, like not just OSHA, but other types of topics and then take that, that CE, which I know is really valuable, not only for hygienists, but how often do we have dental assistants that are doing a lot of the infection control pieces right. in our practice
2: it's and maybe so, they need to know. It's
0: funny. It's funny like. I just hired a new hygienist and a new dental assistant. So two new people starting this year right away. And um, when I ask questions of like, so what have you done And I'm still learning, right? Like I'm six months right. in, so I'm still learning. And I am just that, I'm that human that in my previous offices, the assistants did everything. Like they would make mm-hmm. us drop our instruments. They'd be like, no, right. I'm already here. I'm already doing it. Just go. It's right. like easier to do it your way the first way than have to like fix it or right. Like, I don't know what load number just went in, or I don't right. know what. Right. So they're like, oh well, at our old, old practice, like we didn't sterilize our motors. I have like two motors mm-hmm. that have been six months in, and they're leaking now because of the little O rings. Oh yeah, so yeah. you like, have to replace the O rings. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, our old office didn't didn't sterilize them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They would just wipe them down between patients. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have to sterilize the entire unit. Yeah. Like, everything yeah. that you touch has to either be wiped if it's not going into the patient's mouth or sterilized. So, yeah, like, yeah, we didn't do that. Or like they don't put burrs in the hydrum because they rust.
1: Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we
0: do because it's going in a patient's mouth and it's got gross debris on it. So I find yeah. it interesting that, like, you know I'm trying to do things the right way, but I don't have as um, detailed um, manuals for each item as I would like. So, I yeah. signed up. I booked for a demo for. Greenlight Ooh, you got your free demo as a team. Yeah, because I yeah, think it's important we do this as a team. So we've got a team meeting next week, and I'm hoping that we can kind of implement this like universal strategy. So we're not mm-hmm. taking like what we did at our last office, right? Bringing in the mistakes of others or even the like um, preconceived notions. Yeah, into like my office.
1: Absolutely. And, and what I love about it, you're absolutely right. It allows teams to be able to like fully calibrate, um, what everybody's doing in the office. And it creates a streamlined protocol onboarding new employees. Then it's like, these are the protocols, these are the steps. This is this is it. And I mean, I it goes without saying now more than ever, it's important for dental practices to be on point with what that looks like and have those protocols written down. But one yeah. other thing too that we forget is oftentimes because dental assistants are doing a lot of this infection control for us, that we need to think about the fact that they maybe were trained on something in their dental assisting program. Or in many states in the US, dental assistants don't need to go to a dental assisting program, uh, you can just train them. Um, and so oftentimes they're interpreting things. Um, they've just been trained kind of quote unquote on the job and maybe not in the right steps. Yeah. So this, what I love about this green light platform is it gives an opportunity for the entire team to uh, understand what the standards are. There's even a link because each state board is going to have across the United States is going to have their own uh, alignments with the CDC or whatever their recommendations are. And so, the the compliance piece is in alignment with that. It really helps dental practices know how do we do the right thing when it comes to infection control? And how do we make this a streamlined process that's easy for us to implement and easy for us to continue to maintain? So we're inspecting what we expect um, and able to continue to maintain these high standards of infection control. Um, So what a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm Um, excited. Check it out.
0: And I've heard a little bird you told me that there's something new that will be added to, um, their Greenlight program, which allows Ooh. you to mail in, um, a sample of your water, like a water. Test oh, kit, that's it great. Be launching at this point, some point this year. Um, and then you get your like immediate results from like an ISO certified third-party lab, um, Terrific. and it'll integrate into Greenlight, which is like a cool portal that you log in. So, uh, fun facts, so just to kind of close up this, this thought process. Um, you can register for like a complimentary um, compliance demo. And there's two ways that you do it. The first way is like on demand, where you're just like listening to a pre-recorded version or um, the Greenlight compliance demo has like a series where you can pick a day and a time. And then it's more interactive that way. So they take you through the demo and the portal. You have a live Q&A mm-hmm. and that can kind of provide you with the opportunity to ask any questions to a subject matter expert. So you can get like a live human answering your questions after the whole demo thing. So Mm -hmm. I opted for that because it lets you pick certain times of day. And I love that um, a lot of those times are like around lunchtime. So like Wednesday, February 3rd, which is the next one set 2 p.m. Central. That's kind of like later in the day, 3 p.m. my time, but they've got one that's at 10 Mm a.m. And then I'm just gonna move our lunch an hour earlier and then do like a working lunch so that everyone can listen to this on the screen. So that's kind of my thought.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You're doing it. You're doing doing it all,
0: Irene. So anyways, uh, show notes for more info. I'll link, um, the registration page so you don't have to like find it. I'll just go straight to the registration page.
1: That's great. In
0: our, in our link. And then you guys can, can go to the item there and, uh, and yes, that's that's yeah. the plan,
1: Stan. That's amazing, amazing. It's a free resource, yeah. um, you know, to use that demo. And for hygienists out there that you know want to bring their doctors up to those higher standards, it it provides those layers for us. It it's, yeah. it solves the, the the ever ever present challenge of of how to you know keep our infection control protocols um, yeah. elevated. So I'm
0: concerned. I'm concerned for me.
1: Why? Because
0: my office is so new and everything is so clean. Like Yeah. Think about it where someone buys another office and they're like, you know, the plumbing was already done and the chairs mm-hmm. were already plumbed in and like I had nothing. Like I went from yeah. opening my doors to like no one has ever used the suction before and no right. one the even the the plumbing to my chairs and to my sinks like it's brand new. Yeah. So I really want to prevent Yeah. That bad stuff from happening, and if I Absolutely. know that if I wait, and if I like leave it into the hands of non-owners of the office, like no one's going to do it the way you do it, right? Right, right. Just concerned that I don't want there to be microscopic biofilm and bacteria. No, it's going to get into my patient's mouth. What about Lou? What, what about Lou? Is- he gets to drink water
1: at my office. No, sweet <laughs> baby. Okay. Um. No, it's going to be episode. great, Irene. It's going to be great. Um, I do. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so proud of you and all the Thank things you, that you great. do. Oh, yeah. Stop it.
0: Stop it. Are we ready for our episode?
1: I, let's do this. I'm so, I'm so excited.
0: Um, we have an episode, okay. obviously, you know, it's sponsored by our peeps at yes. how, you, Hugh Freeddy. Yes. How, Thank you. How would you like me to tell you about who the guest is? <laughs> just,
1: just give me my song, Irene. You know, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here,
0: here is your song. Hold on a second.
2: History, oh, yeah. so my yeah. was, like
1: was the summer of 69 oh summer oh. <laughs> <laughs> irene you're getting so creative with these songs like i'm impressed we got married So do you know
0: who the episode is? Yes,
1: this is Summer Lewis.
0: It is our girl, Summer Lewis, AKA the founder of the coolest company called Diamond Sharp. Yeah. um, Who we interviewed. I thought thought she would be in her van when we interviewed her. Yeah. Hoping that she would be sitting in her van, but boringly enough, she sat in her basement.
1: This was a fun episode though. She was, she was really great. I, we had such a good time. Really cool banter. Yeah. She's she was, a, she's a, a cool she was person.
0: Nervous. She was nervous. Was she really? Yeah. That's so she told cute. Me after, she goes, Oh
1: my God, I was sweating the whole time. Oh, <laughs> that was so cute. Yeah. No, she was awesome. We, we she had definitely, a blast.
0: Like she gave us some secrets, which yes. I don't know if she was prepared for, like, which is funny. Cause she listens to our podcast. Yeah. She, she's been a podcast fan before she became a podcast guest. So she like, hears all the secrets that people spill. But then when it came to her spilling her secrets, she was like, oh, this is hard to spell <laughs> out. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you will hear a little behind the scenes of yeah. uh, what it's like to be Summer Lewis in this episode. So um, here it is, peeps, another episode with our our friend, aka Diamond.sharp Dot Sharp on Insta. Mm-hmm. And we will catch you on the flip
1: side. On the flipy flip.
0: And we're back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast peeps with your peeps, Irene and Katrina. Hey, girl. Hey.
1: Hi. How are you, Irene? Irene? Oh, you know, living my best high v life.
0: High-five. high v
1: life. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's, I don't Hi. love that for you, but Hi. I love Hi. that you're Hi still living your my life.
0: Hi, Irene. Nice to meet you. That's how I introduce myself to people now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> just just can't <laughs> oh, just like yeah stop.
0: we we've a guest today I, but before that how are you tell me about everything about you because you're wearing these new glasses and i love
1: them yeah do you like them i don't know like it's I'm a just- little like
0: transformers robots in disguise do you know that
1: yeah No. uh yeah these could be like full like ppe wear they're so big but this is like what people don't know about me is i have a freakishly small head yeah like when i wear hats like ball caps i'm doing the the yeah. um the visor you know, thing if we were playing charades you would know exactly what i'm saying you kind of look like a duck like that would be I, a duck with the like hand a duck, over your I, head. I, yeah but you know what i but you know what i mean like it's when probably i just because uh, you're a ginger did you know that today's national kiss a ginger day by the way oh my god get over here let me smooch your beautiful no. little face Mwah. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, but when I wear hats, like I look like a tiny child in them. So mm. I have to wear like child's size hats. Otherwise I look like a ridiculous person. So oh. glasses just look, I, I don't know why we're talking about my glasses, but I, I love I'm your glasses.
0: Good. They're really cool. They kind of look like the 3d glasses that you get at the like IMAX movies. You know, like the fancy movie yeah. glasses, not the 3D glasses that are like the fold out paper ones. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. but like the real ones. ones. They're yeah, the ones the that thick like ones? in dental hygiene school, we used to steal them and then bring them to dental hygiene school yeah, clinic and then our patients. patients would wear them. Yeah. And then our patients were like, whoa, these glasses are these so are great. weird. Like shut yeah. up, Joe, just shut sit up. here and open We've your got another four hours four of hours.
1: scaling, so buckle up. <laughs>
0: well speaking of four hours of scaling and scaling and instruments and 3d glasses and all things cool in life we have a guest today mm-hmm. she's she's on the flippity flop of this of the episode normally she's listening to our episodes in her cool van driving around the city and Ooh. one day we went to dinner she's, she's um our guest is a good friend of mine she's one of my She's one of my fan fives. Like you remember, when you got a cell phone plan back in the day, and you had your like your fave fives, like yeah. five people that you could program their number in your phone, and like yeah, there was a she 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 would be one of my favorite like your fives. MySpace your MySpace yeah. you yeah. only had like a if few had, that could
1: be like your best friends.
0: Yeah, if I had a MySpace account right now or a fave five telus phone plan, um this lovely human would be that. But anyways, we went to dinner one day, Summer, Lewis in the house. What up, Woo-hoo! girlfriend? In the what house? Up, ladies?
2: Hello.
0: Up? Hello. <laughs> She's so
1: funny, I can't we, with we, you. <laughs> we
0: went to dinner one day and like, I was walking home down Bay Street, which is like one of the big streets here. And all of a sudden this like convertible pulls up at the red light and I look over and it's Summer and all I hear is, welcome back to another episode of The <laughs> oh, Two Topic." it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was hoping it was like Britney Spears so, or something. She it's, was driving so, down with her top <laughs> down, listening to the two, three, three podcast. <laughs> That's some dedication. Hilarious.
2: Hey, <laughs> I know that voice. That's me. It's you girl. How's it going summer? What's up? Good. It's going. It's going. Trying to survive over here. Yeah. We mm-hmm. are on a lockdown. Um, yeah it happened yeah, again today. It happened again today. We're going into, uh, summer, another... summer. Tell,
0: pe- tell people where you are. Cause I think like, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: So I'm in, uh, uh my basement, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in, uh, you like, literally are in a basement though. I'm that literally happened. in my base. I actually am because my house is quite loud. Yeah. So we are in uh, Toronto, Canada and, um, going into another lockdown, which is super annoying. Um, I have two kids. They're thirteen-year-old boys, and they are doing uh, virtual learning at home, and so that has been quite the stressor. And so
1: thirteen-year-old boys that she are now twins. in lockdown.
2: Yes. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. At least there's two of them, though. Cause they, they they are very, like, I know your boys and they're awesome. Like they are awesome kids. They're like, Like, they're not your typical 13 year old boy. Like that you would imagine to be like snotty and rude and stinky and gross. Like they're so
1: sweet. They're
2: slightly stinky, but they're super sweet. So like (laughs) it makes up for it. They're great. They're really, really good boys. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's super difficult to balance, you know, work and, uh, kitties and we're moving yeah. Um, which is super stressful, but a blessing definitely. But yeah. So first of all, before, before we even
1: dive into the episode, I, I want to kind of start with this because I think a lot of people are thinking this, you know, as they're listening, driving around in their convertibles or vans or whatever they're driving around in <laughs> listening to us. Um, you know, what you're sharing is actually not super uncommon from what other people in probably Canada and across the United States are experiencing. Yeah, absolutely we work from home. Are we in a lockdown? Are we at a stay at home orders? What's happening? Can I, can I go to work? Can I not go to work? Where can I go? Can I travel right away? I want to say on your social media, like it looks like you have it together. Like you're oh. like doing the damn <laughs> Amazing. thing. Yes. So what I want to know is a, that's like, we all know there's like the highlights real, and then the behind the scenes real. Oh, like, for Rawr. sure but are there any tips that you have on how you're kind of keeping your head afloat with all of these things that are going on?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So the, the biggest thing for me has been my life coach. Uh, I have an amazing life coach, Christian, and he's taught me how to meditate and how to prioritize and really how to be thankful for everything. And that's helped a lot. Um, Meditation is huge because it gives yourself that quiet time to just reflect and block Mm. everything out and just focus on yourself and focus on a calm because that's so so important especially now like with not knowing what's happening in the world. It's super stressful and your mind can just be all over the place so definitely if you can meditate there's great apps for it or just Google how to meditate if you don't know how. It is really fantastic for your well-being.
1: Did you struggle to um like cuz I I don't meditate and I know a lot of people that and I want to, um, but I know it's really hard for people that want to and don't because we're being told like, oh, you're just shutting your mind off. And it's like, okay.
2: Yeah.
1: There's so much going on at all times. Like, even when I'm getting a massage, I'm like making my grocery list. You know Same. what I mean? Same. Like, I hate yeah. this.
2: It's so super hard. Did you struggle at first? Oh, definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely like all over the place to begin with, I'd sit there for about 30 seconds and then I'd like open my eyes and I'd start looking around and start like thinking a million things. And I'd have to tell myself like, no, 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 close your eyes, close your eyes. And -hmm. I had to do that over and over and over. And so it definitely is a practice. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a practice because- in the beginning, it was super hard. I've gotten up to 20 minutes now where I can like shut out and just like sit there and silence for 20 minutes, but I don't do it all the time. Like it, and that's Mm -hmm. a struggle. And so I'm always trying to come back to like, okay, I have to start with five minutes again and Mm -hmm. then build it up and do 10 minutes. And it is hard, but it is definitely worth it once you get there.
0: I love that. Um, let's do it. Let's do a starter from the bottom. Now we're here summer. Um, do let's, it, it. let's go like way back, way back. It's like, what were you like as like a little human? Like, tell us about, we want to know where, how you yeah,
2: got to dear where you Lord,
0: We want to know kind of like what the driving force was for you. Cause again, like we see what we see on social media and we see the end result and the sum of all of your experiences. Yeah, But, yeah. um, take us back to like 1990s. Like, like what, what was your kind of, Elementary, high school, childhood like, where'd you grow up? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Kind of cotton eye joe,
2: amazing. Okay, so <laughs> um, I was okay.
1: Born. No? <laughs> um,
0: you don't know that tune?
1: I definitely know the cotton eye joe, <laughs> 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 haven't heard it since the last time I put in a jock jam CD. So, thank you for well, we're, for we're
0: talking about the 90s. Bringing that song forward. from the 90s, no, it's
1: good. Yeah, you you brought us into the element. I love it. Yeah, thank
2: you. It was, it was a, a pull, experience. An era pull so, I was born in um, North Carolina, lived there with my mom and my sister and my dad, and then ended up coming to Canada when I was about five and grew up in a place called Weston. Oh,
0: where where is that exactly?
2: So it's, uh, I I grew up at Jane and Lawrence. Oh, so it's in Toronto. Oh, Weston. Toronto, Weston. Yeah. Yeah, Weston. Yep. So grew up there. Um, moved out to Brampton of all places uh, when I had my boys when they were little because my mom moved out there went back to school I was an assistant a dental assistant then I went back to school for hygiene when they were about my boys are I think three two and a half three so you and your boys um, are super young I did. Yes. I was a young mama. What was that like being in school and having two young, young ones? So at that time I was a single mom and it was the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. Super difficult, super rewarding, but really, really hard. It was falling asleep on the couch, reading my Darby and Walsh, like Mm. after, you know, putting the boys to bed, it was rough. Like I would read, you know, my, my slides and stuff on the way in my car, like stopped at stoplights, which Mm. is super bad. Don't do that. Yeah. A lot of, uh, (sighs) Graduated with honors, which was incredible. Get it,
1: girl. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And
2: I'm so not that type either. Like I'm not the like studious type, but I guess I just knew teeth is in my you blood. Were an I assistant guess. Assistant
0: before, so do you think that that gave you a little bit of a head start?
2: Yeah, hundred
1: percent. That helped. You know, I think the thing is when you're so busy like that, you have to be intentional yeah. with the time that you do have to study, and
0: that's First what you start. did. Yeah. And so, what made you want to go into dental hygiene from dentist from being a dental assistant?
2: So actually, I'll go back a little bit. So my, my grandma had a partial dentures growing up. And so as a little girl, I would make her take her dentures out and show them to me. And it used to like fascinate me. And so I think from that moment on, I was like obsessed with teeth. And then that's what made me go into assisting. The reason why I went into hygiene is because I um, had two young kids and I said, you know what? I need a little bit more. I need a little Mm -hmm. bit more for just career wise. And so I just went back and I honestly didn't think I'd make it. I was literally like, there's no way I could do this. Like, there's just no way. Yeah. It was a whirlwind.
0: So when, what year did you graduate hygiene in? 2012. 2012. So it wasn't even that long ago. I mean, wow. Come like such a long way in your career. Really amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank Um, you. And then, and then what did that look
2: like? So you graduated school, you wrote your boards got a job right out of hygiene school, which was super lucky, but I was lucky enough to have the dentist that I was working for as an assistant open a second office. So then he needed a hygienist. It was really good timing. I've been in that office since ever since 2012. Only recently, I've sort of cut down to just part-time. Wait. So that's Joey's office. That is Joey's office. Stop
0: it. That is With
1: Joey. What? Oh my God. So I Joey, did not know this. Yeah. So
0: wait a second. Hold, hold up. Katrina's like, what is happening? I here? don't even know what's
1: happening. I'm like, we're, I'm so the like rest a of the people forward. driving into work. Like what's going on? There's a fast <laughs>
0: forward that, 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 so, so
2: there's Summer's a big engaged. fast forward. There's
0: a big fast forward right now, but we're going to go back. Cause I need to go back. There's a big fast. So so, Summer's engaged to a guy named Joey, and Joey is a dentist. And the only reason I put these pieces of the puzzle together is because I know that she works at Joey's office a couple of days a week, but yes. I did not know that Ooh, Joey what? was the dentist that you first started working for. I out of need school. the deets.
1: I need the deets right Holy now. Holy I need the deets. How did this happen? happen? Do it, do it, do it. Give us all the details. Start at so the beginning of it. So,
0: you graduated school and you were single, yes. right? Yeah. And then you started working. And you're just like, this- do, 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 don't worry about me. You started working I'm just this, like, my like doctor's
1: scrub. office. Like, hey. How did that happen? First of all, when you started working there, were you like, oh my God, he's hot? Or were you like, man, he's just a dentist?
2: No. Yeah. I was totally like, he's a dentist. Like I there was oh. like not right. Like there was not like any kind of like, like, cause we've been friends forever. Like I was friends with him. Like I was his assistant. Right. I used to work at his other office as his assistant, right? Right. Went to hygiene school, started working at his second office. Eventually.
1: <laughs> Are you
2: trying to like blur through the part I want
1: to hear? Because I hear the I a middle part. part. A, probably a little bit. You're going to give me
0: hives if you don't tell me. You're going to give her hives. I'm tucking
1: my earbud <laughs> deeper into my ear. I want to hear this so badly. Let's go. It was just a a, a gradual Connection. Okay. Like by gradual, you mean like, hey doc, like exam in my room. No. Like, so
2: what happened? My room. <laughs> bouncing about. Well. <now>. No. So <laughs> to be like fully honest, um, so I I had a boyfriend. Um, we were fairly serious and uh, ended up breaking up right around that time. Joey was uh separated because he was married previous. And so he was separated and going through a really hard time. And
0: you were going, like, you became closer as friends because you were both kind of, like, experiencing the
2: same. Yeah, exactly. So I think that we really sort of leaned on each other in in that situation and that time. And that was just, yeah, it was more of like a, let's go out for a drink and, and hang out. (laughs) And then, and then went from there and just, he's an incredible person. Yeah. He is a really great guy. Yeah. He's an incredible person and an incredible now stepdad to my boys and they just adore him. So
0: Oh so, oh my awesome. God. I did not know that. Yeah.
2: Funny. Right. No, right? But we don't, we don't work together at all. Like he has uh, two offices. So he's at his one and I'm at the other. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh. That's amazing. Yeah, like
1: you. literally like we're, you know, a, a single mom, two boys, assistant studying, trying to, you know, wrap your mind around how you're going to get through hygiene school and out here you on the other side. Yeah. Like, Amazing boss yeah. babe. Thank you. Engaged to the kindest human ever and just like living your best life. And you don't have yeah. hives.
2: So that's also really good. I'm trying so hard not to get them. I'm I'm trying <sighs> to chill out because it is super duper stress. Try so hard not
1: get that.
2: to. I'm trying <laughs> not to, to, get to
1: hives because I'm
2: convinced, I'm convinced it's a stress thing. Like because I've felt that before. Like where you know, you get super stressed, and all of a sudden you do get a rash or you get something that's out of the blue and you're like, Oh God, I'm dying. But it's like, you know, it's stress. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah. And women get Uh, that more than men. I
1: feel like, like we physiologically manifest that so much more than men do. Men are just like, doo doo doo," like, I'll just watch a football game and I'll be good. You know? And you're like, (laughs) like (laughs) crying and trying to meditate.
0: Totally. So tell us about your fascination with sharpening instruments. And I know like you've, You've designed a whole business
2: around yes, it. You've yes. designed
0: a whole sharpening technique around it. You've yeah. partnered with some cool companies like Hufredi. And where did the fascination with sharpening instruments begin?
2: So in school, I hated sharpening. Oh, thank you for saying that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. really? Yeah, I, I hated it. It was it the worst thing ever. I didn't know how to do it. I would do anything I could to get miss Muchili to sharpen my instruments. Like,
0: Emma. yeah, like
2: miss, can you please show me how Aww. to sharpen this? I don't know how to do it. And
0: miss Muchili is also a friend of mine. Her name is Natalie. She yep. and I teach together and she's she was, incredible Oh, I love Natalie.
2: Shout, shouts, miss Natalie. Shout out girl. Yes, she is the best. And so, yeah, I hated it. Um, and she would, she would take the instrument and and put it on the stone and like whip it back and forth in this like figure eight. And I was like, what are you doing? And it's, I hated it. And Mm -hmm. I graduated not knowing how to sharpen, to be honest. I mean, I knew how to sharpen, but I wasn't good at it. Most students
0: graduate not knowing how to sharpen. We spend, we spend,
2: most hygienists don't know how to sharpen to this day. Exactly. Exactly. So I um, taught myself how to sharpen And practiced and got super good at it. And then I realized I figured out a different way of sharpening. It's basically did
0: what what Miss Muchili did, except not in figure eight. Yeah, but
2: yeah. So now, if you were a teacher, you would tell your students, "Don't watch this." Exactly.
1: Totally. No. What are your thoughts on the fact that we have to teach this a certain way, and we're watching you do this on a skill eval or a competency evaluation? But you can do it a different way and and achieve the same outcome and still be yeah. safe yeah. and still, you know, respect the um, design of the instrument in the example of sharpening. Like, what are your thoughts on the fact that we have to teach it a certain way? Who are you asking? Are
0: you asking me or Summer?
1: I'm asking both of you. Oh. I'm interviewing now. It's my podcast.
0: I like the way that students are taught the clock because it becomes no like it's just in general like curriculum in general Mm -hmm. I mean it's important to have a consistency it's important to have a a rubric it's important to have measurable outcomes so the technique of sharpening of how we've used the clock for someone that's never sharpened an instrument before Mm -hmm. is the easiest way for someone to see it and I look at some of my students who most of them are um, immigrants to our country or doing a second career or English is not their first language. It's important that if you look at that technique and break it down as an educator, it's got a lot of really key elements, uh, to adapt to various learning styles. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to teaching anyone, anything is can you adapt to the person that likes to read versus the person that likes to feel versus the person that likes to see are there better techniques? Probably. Are there better resources? Probably. (laughs) But the hardest thing to do is to incorporate something into curriculum because it takes so long Mm -hmm. to incorporate something into curriculum. Like even if you think of one board question on the national board exam, it takes four years Mm -hmm. to get one question through from writing it to it being approved by like a series of educators on the panel Mm -hmm. to get that actually onto the exam and from testing. So it takes a long time. I don't I don't know the like the right answer, but I don't mind how we've been doing it. I just think we need to do more of it, like that we haven't been spending really? enough time teaching our students how to sharpen instruments properly. What do you think about the craziness of sharpening techniques out there?
2: So there are a few different ways of sharpening. And because I've been doing it for the past three years now, I would say that I know that this is a much better and easier way. I hope one day it can be a curriculum um, and it can be the, the standard because in my opinion, it is superior. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, what do I know? I just
1: sharpen instruments all day. No, You're you're right. You're right. And, and to Irene's point, I think the issue becomes you start students all in this foundational layer Um, of this is how we do it. This is how we've been taught. This is how Wilkins did it. This is how Neil Gehrig does it. You know, that that's, those are, those are the foundational basics. And to derail from that, especially in school can be a bit of a challenge because then students get very confused which I think builds layers upon the validation around people getting higher learning education or continuing education. Exactly, yeah. Just because you learn this in school doesn't mean you're a full expert on it. It means you know just enough to pass your boards and not kill somebody. Exactly. So we have to <laughs> take another layer and make sure that if you are interested in these additional modalities, that you're taking the content to be able to do it.
2: Absolutely.
0: How did you start Diamond Sharp?
2: So, so we see
0: your cool little van driving around, and we see all of that. Yes, where did, it, where did it begin? whether you didn't always have a, a sparkly Tiffany blue van, no, no. With, a, with a holographic tooth on it. Um, what year did Diamond Sharp start?
2: So it started in uh, 2018. That's amazing. It really happened uh, really fast because uh, it, I was sitting. On my couch, this very couch in my basement at a different house, and uh, I said I was watching Shark Tank. I saw somebody on there, and it was such a simple idea that that really took off. And I was like, you know what? If that girl could do it, I could do it. Like I'm going to start my own business. And I said to Joey, I said I'm going to start my own sharpening company. Like I I have a really hard time keeping my instruments sharp and finding the time to do it and being able to do it. And so that's where it came from. I. From there, I just started googling and figured out how to start a business and how to um get a business name and register a business and how to open a business account like just literally everything mm-hmm. um was googled because I know teeth. I don't know business. I have no business background at all. From there, it really just piece by piece and step by step came together and um eventually so I, in the beginning i was uh going around and sharpening in office um and then i got my van and now i drive around and sharpen in my van outside of offices uh sometimes we go into offices to sharpen um and now yeah we've expanded and i have uh 11 amazing girls working for diamond sharp with diamond sharp and um we're all uh, across the gta now and soon to be, uh, expanding into Ottawa and then into the U S and cool. we'll be, uh, we'll be all over. So I'm excited for that. That's so cool.
0: Like what are, what are your, some of your like moments where you think back and, yeah. and those were like, like business defining or personal defining moments. Yeah.
2: So, uh, when I got my first check, I think it was for like a hundred bucks. I can't remember can't remember who it who it was or which office it was. I'll have to I have to look it up. But I got my first check and it was like a hundred bucks, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it! Like I actually did it, and it was like <laughs> it was like totally real at that point. And I was like, "Well, there's no turning back now." Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I was like, "I'm framing it," and it's still not framed. It's somewhere, but I do have to frame it. And uh, yeah, you that... never
0: deposited that person's check.
2: No, no, I did. <laughs> I did totally deposit it, but uh. No, it was like a, a mobile deposit, so I got oh, to keep yeah. it. I got to keep yeah. the check.
0: I remember you were really excited when you got
2: your van. I was super excited when I got my van. Your like, van's amazing. Yeah. So, did you have a van before this? Were you like driving around like a mystery machine or something, or like a Volvo or something? Or oh no, okay. no, I was just Sorry. I was just driving in my That's regular car. Thing. Yeah, and uh, just popping. So, how did offices. you?
0: What was that? What What was that process like of you? taking a cube van and then turning it into basically like a little mini, mini tiny home with flooring yeah. and there's like lights and so the cute. ceiling and there's like yeah. an led sign and like a little kitchenette area. Like what, yeah. how long did that take? And how did, how, how did you learn how to do all that?
2: So uh, Google also Google, <laughs> I've Google Google like ever... done everything for
1: you for your business. Yeah.
2: yeah. Google's not helping my hives though. No. <laughs>
1: Neither is so <was> WebMD. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, I just, I came up with just like a basical, basically just like a floor plan and then picked out some colors. So what did you go with like flooring wise? What's how did, how like did- a vinyl flooring?
0: Yeah. And then does it sit on something? Does it sit on a sub
1: floor?
2: It has like a cork, a cork floor. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Ooh, it's like then, good for
1: ergonomics. That's good for your knees.
2: Yeah, no, it's good. It's you good.
1: You could do yoga in there.
2: Yes, you totally could. You but have candles yeah. in here too. And like cute little,
1: I'm looking at it right yeah. now on Insta. It's so cute. Yes. Yes.
0: It's, and the ceiling, how did you get that cool ceiling?
2: So that, that was a lot of work. It's a shiplap ceiling. And so, oh, okay. And Joanna to- <laughs> Gaines would love that. I know, right? I know. Um, yeah, it was super difficult to get in. I had an amazing carpenter, Charlie. Um, he was incredible, and I love it. It's like my happy place. Mm.
0: So, what what does that look like, like cost wise? Like, if you to say a full ballpark. She price say, did you ever price it out? She's looking at her phone. She's like, No, no. I'm,
1: <laughs> She's texting you, like, don't ask
2: me these questions, Irene. <laughs> I'm trying to think, because to be honest, I'm not, I'm not so good at like budgeting. I just, I just like buy everything and like I just I want this. I yeah. Want this and no, no, no. It's by the way, that's actually
1: not bad. That's an abundance <laughs> mindset. No, no, no. It it really is. We are trained as hygienists. I want to take a pause so that you can think about this. I'm, I'm what I'm doing is I'm vamping for you so you can think about it, but we're trained as hygienists to have this, this scarcity mindset around everything, yeah. right? Yeah. Our doctors have a scarcity mindset. It's like, Oh, I, I have overhead and I need to keep it. And understandably. So I don't mean to say you shouldn't have this, but when you have a scarcity mindset, your mindset around money, your mindset around your potential for money is in scarcity. It's, do I have enough for this? Do I have enough for that? And to have an abundance mindset is to say like, I'm going to do it because I know once I do this, the business will come. Mm -hmm. And that is a whole different. That's, that's like, um, you know, when people ask about how you work on your business and I don't know, I I may be speaking for you and maybe you're like, okay, that's way off Katrina. But Uh when you work on your business, you have to work on yourself too, right? You have to approach your mindset around your business. And people ask you like, what's your business plan? And blah, blah, blah. If you're like an entrepreneur and you're just like, I don't know. I just like got my car wrapped today and put shiplap in. Like I have no idea. So <laughs> i yeah. not a part of my business, plan. I just want to do what I do. And I want to be in a space that feels good. And yeah. I want to do work that's impactful. And I want to yeah. do things that like highlight my strengths and my skills. And I want to elevate other clinicians who want to be able to sharpen. You put it, it really well. Yes. Thank you. There's so many people that are probably listening this podcast that have these things that they want to do in their heart, and they're they're it's stuck in a scarcity mindset. I know I was when I first started my business. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, ooh, how much is that going to cost to get that laptop? Like, ooh, I don't, you know. And now it's like, I don't, I'm going to get it because I know, like, I'll figure it out. Like, I'll make it work. Yes. And that resiliency around that abundance, the fact that you had that to be able to build this beautiful mobile space for yourself is incredible. So congratulations. Thank you you so much. Have I vamped enough to, for
2: you to be, that was really, yeah, that was really, really well said. I'm going to like hire you. You can speak for me always. That was really good. I will be totally honest as well that I, yes, that was my mindset. And, uh, and I got the best of a lot of things and including even the pamphlets um mm-hmm. from NEPS printing. Like I went with like the velvety satin mm-hmm. pamphlets, which people love. Like they're like, ooh, these are amazing. Like these are great. And so they didn't feel like, oh, I'll just throw it in the garbage. It felt like it, it it was a little bit, you know, it had a little more yeah. worth to it. And so yeah, I did mm-hmm. definitely splurge um with things and and I did put a lot of money out there and I was in debt and I hit a huge and so when you asked me uh you know like big milestones like one of the big milestones was uh I'm fully out of debt now officially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome. Yeah, so I I started the business with nothing. I started with 0 dollars. I opened an account and got um a line of credit and, uh, you know, business, uh, visa. And, mm-hmm. and I went from there and then, yeah, a lot, a lot of, uh, you know, money went and, and things went into it. And so officially we're, we're out of debt. We're in the plus and it's super exciting.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: You know, if other people are planning on starting a business or, you know, thinking outside the op and doing something different, do it and don't worry about it because if you have, you know, a vision in the drive like it'll happen so much inspo i'm so inspired <laughs> by you guys oh start
0: <laughs> that's really cool i mean I, I i would have never thought to open up a sharpening company and drive around in a cool van and like make it yeah. look cool and you make it look really cool
2: yeah thank
0: which you. also reminds me that it's time for my three months sharpening visit it, is, to it called, is i'm sure summer came to my office so it's mm. six months since it have been open uh three she came in three months in, um, because I had all brand new q three d instruments, beautiful, beautiful q three d instruments, and then I called her at three months, and now it's three months later because it's total six months of the office being open. so i i in my mind, when i whenever I talk about um anything financial, I have to compare it to something. So the cost of one dental visit here in Canada right. is like two hundred and I don't know sixty dollars if you bill, like, If it's a recall exam, it's like a one hour, new patient exam, uh, cleaning, polish, fluoride, whatever. It's like on average about 260 bucks, uh, Canadian, which is probably like, I don't know. So whenever I talk about like, I'm going to buy a new pair of shoes, it's like, well, how many appointments is that? Like how many teeth do I have to scale Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for that? Like for me to be able to buy, like, I don't know, this like $300 pair of shoes, like why need like one and a half visits
2: right? or,
0: Uh or if I like want to buy something expensive, it's like how many days worth of work is that? That's like two days worth of work or on the tooth life side, like how many tooth life? What necklaces? are you buying? Right, like
1: on the, uh, I don't know. You know, Irene, you know what she I isn't mean, buying, though, right? Like, she's not like buying cheap shoes at Walmart. <laughs> no, like, I need she's a new like... MacBook.
0: Like how many days worth of work is that going to cost? It's like, I don't know, $2,000 laptop. It's going to be like, I don't know, five days of, of of hygiene production hours.
2: Or like a cute cheetah Tracksuit, right? From, <laughs> that what you're from, from right now, From Irene? the company that should
0: be sponsoring me, <laughs> Peonies and Poppy. If you're listening, Peonies if and Poppy. Irene is looking me. for
1: sponsorship, um, please.
0: So, so I think of that, and then when when I like, you know, I used you your service as like a, a regular human being, not as a friend, like as a friend, obviously, but like also because I needed your service. Um, that's how I like equated it. It's like, okay, well, she's coming in and she's sharpening all of my instruments, which was like, I don't know how many kits I had um quite a few probably like seven or eight um and it was like well how how many how many visit how many how much time does that mean for me as a hygienist and it was like one hour of patient care like one Mm -hmm. hour's worth of production basically is what it cost for me to get my instruments professionally sharpened which took you like two hours to do but right. I would have only had to work for one hour on a patient to get all of my instruments clean, uh, sharpened. Does that make sense? Like, do you guys think yeah. of it the same way that I do? So like, if you if you were to try and <laughs> Nobody no, says
1: anything, we're like,
0: if you were to like try and pitch this to your boss I totally get what
1: you mean. Yeah. I've got
0: seven kits that I need sharpened. You could either a pay me for two hours, uh, to, to sharpen, sharpen all, of, all of, of my instruments or You can have Diamond Sharp come in and her fee is basically going to be one hour's worth of hygiene production. And in the two hours that she's sharpening my instruments, I can still be producing. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's how I think of things. Am I the only person that thinks of it like that? No, no, no.
1: That's a business mindset. uh, Yeah. I don't mean to say like with abundance versus scarcity that you're like careless and like, whatever, I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff. Like you're totally right. You have to rationalize it and it has to make sense. In alignment with what you're doing. So you're 100%. Yes, Irene, you're totally right.
0: That's how I think of it. And then I think of yeah. it like it, it's it's one or the other. It's like you could have me do them for two hours and I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like it's, people have downtime and like they'll sharpen a kit during downtime. But there's so much that goes through having to sharpen your instruments, especially mm-hmm. here. It's like we're not allowed to sharpen them when they're dirty anymore. We can't have our, our bones have to be sterilized before and after and da, da, da. There's a lot. So it's easier to just like, I think I got you to come in on a Thursday or a Friday or something or a yep. day we were closed. Yeah. And by the time you were gone, we were ready to like, I was halfway, you were halfway through sharpening and I was already had a load of sharpened instruments yep. going through the, 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 sterilizer.
2: Yeah. And, and, and it's not even just like, like financial, it's like, it's like physical Because Mm. you're scaling and a lot of us are hand scaling now all day. And like, you don't want to sit there and sharpen on your downtime. You want to do stretches. You want to catch up on notes, maybe drink water, maybe, maybe, maybe eat something. Yeah. And so that's also a huge factor in the business and why we do it is to give you guys a much needed break, um, which is super important because, like repetitive strain injury is a real thing and scaling all day and sharpening also is a lot of work. Um, And so, yeah, that's, that's also super good, super good for the hands and the, and the wrist, give them a break, give them a break.
0: Whole body, whole body thing.
2: Definitely. Cool. Yes. Yeah.
1: Cool. Any other questions? Any further questions, counsel? Okay. One last question before we zippity-doo-dah on out of here. What is your favorite instrument to sharpen and why? Probably the 204S. <gasps> what? you love the, just
2: the little bend in that shank and just the- I do. I love it because uh, it's my favorite instrument to use. When it's sharp, it's fantastic
0: you comment that on every single facebook group i know there's like a bunch of like because rdh facebook i'm obsessed like, What's your favorite instrument and you were like mike before dropped us. Two before us like it was just like there's no other instrument like there's that not. is the if you could live on a desert island with only one instrument to scale your own teeth for the rest of your life
1: mine would be a corkscrew like a wine bottle opener i would figure that out like I'm like, like getting in between the lower interiors
0: you probably have really
1: good manual dexterity with your corkscrews. <laughs> I think
0: so. You, you've had a lot of practice. It's all in the wrist, right? It's That's like right. The-
2: yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. funny you should say corkscrew because I have a funny story. We are moving and I knew that we were doing this podcast tonight. And so I I knew Katrina is going to be on here and I'm like, I need a glass of wine. I need a glass of wine for Katrina. Like got to happen. Yay. right? So as you can see, I have my glass, but I couldn't find the screw oh, opener, no. the bottle opener. I couldn't find it, and it is packed, and it is at the new house. Oh, no. So, in this glass, there is mango white claw. Oh, mango <laughs> white! Yes! <gasps> oh my gosh, I love that journey for you. Yeah. so good. It's so good. But you know what? Like, this is my life right now. It's is like mango your favorite flavor? Mango white claw in a wine glass. Um, I'm obsessed with that. It's really good. It's it's getting me through speaking of white claws real
1: fast you know how starburst does the favor reds that's like everyone's favorite starburst yeah I think white claw needs to do a favorite white claws because that would be the black cherry the mango and the watermelon if you were to do like a pack a 12 pack of those boom shakalaka is all I'm gonna say I Mm I agree I love that happy white claw journey this is Thanks, so good.
2: Girl. Thanks,
1: girl. Woop, woop. I see you offer a CE course. So, I love that and I'm going to take it because I'm terrible at sharpening and I want to I mean I'm I'm fine at sharpening, but like I want to I want to do better. And so I'm going to take the course. And I'm really excited. And I'll, I'll I think you will it. love it.
2: I think you will really love it.
1: Can I drink white claw while I take the course or no?
2: You you totally could.
1: Okay, I that's think what I'm going to do. You have
2: a high enough tolerance that you'd probably be okay. I'm not worried about my tolerance. Yeah. Thank
1: you. <laughs> I'm definitely not She's worried about got it. white claw
0: running through her veins. Yeah. Yeah. You can probably veins. at
1: any point elicit a blood sample and get a little bit of claw out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so you've got this CE course, which is amazing. Yeah. And, and I'm you're super
2: excited about it.
1: serving Canada and you're serving the United States. Yes. What's next? Where are you going? What are you doing? What's the story? What's the scoop? What's the scuttle? What do we know?
2: The goal, what's the goal? The goal is to be uh, in every state in the U.S., hopefully by the end of 2022, uh, and uh, and to branch out a little further west in Canada.
1: When you said west, I thought about like a globe, and I was like, what is west of our continent? And I realized how terrible I am at geography. I was like, I don't even know. Is that (laughs) Greenland? Oh, no. (laughs) You're so
2: funny.
0: All right, peeps. It has it has that time. And um summer, she she will know what time it is because she's listened to a few of our episodes here or there. And she oh, just yeah. gasped for air. So she forgot that this is what we do oh, at the end oh, of dear. every interview. Um, it is it is time for the, the tooth or dare component of our of our episode. At the end of the episode, uh, Katrina and I will do a visually impaired version of rock, paper, scissors. Mostly because her eyesight is getting worse, which is why she needs new glasses every episode. I'm a four
1: eyes. Every episode, I need a new person. So we'll do a visually
0: impaired version of Rock, Paper, Scissors, and then the loser goes up against you. You could decide whether you accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare to our uh, unfortunate uh, loser today, which generally, historically, statistically is me. Um, So We'll, we will prepare for this. In the meantime, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genist, And of course, you can always find our friend Summer on Instagram at diamond.sharp. And of course, her website is diamondsharp.ca for more info. Ready, friend? I'm so ready. Cool. Count us down, Summer. Three,
2: two. Oh! Paper. I think I lost. I cut, I cut you. Irene I'm gonna cut you.
0: I, I did scissors. Crazy. She did paper. So it is up to Summer and Katrina. Summer, would you like to accept or would you like to dish?
2: I will accept. Oh, will
0: you accept a tooth or a dare? Which happens right now? I'm a now. dare.
1: I'm a dare. <gasps> I'm a dare girl. Yeah. Yes. Let's I, do it. I love this. Okay. Yes. So if it, if it, this is a dare, um, you're going to have to put it on the, on the gram within what? within seven, seven days.
0: days of this episode going up.
1: Okay. Doable, doable. Oh my God. Okay. So this is what I think you should do. You have to involve her van. That's exactly what I want to do. Um, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> have you seen those shows where they do like the car karaoke? Yeah. Well- Yes, I have. It's
0: it's with what's his name? Um, what's his name? Yeah, English yeah. English
1: dude. Yes, yes, yes. I think we need to do a, a an Instagram reel oh my god. of you doing in the van karaoke <laughs> throughout the streets <gasps> of Canada. Oh, my, oh god. my god! To what song? And I request I request three different songs. <gasps> whoa. And we, within those songs, they are all 90s jamalams. Okay. She gets, to pick
0: the, she gets to pick the 90s songs.
1: You get to pick. So it's a real. It's an, real it's an Instagram
0: reel, which is less than 60 real. seconds.
1: Perfect. Oh my God, I
0: can't wait. Oh my gosh. Because so I know good. you and now you're going to make It'll it amazing. Good. It'll be good. This is
1: going to be so you like cruising around in the van. Or maybe you could end up in front of the Tooth Life studio That'd at the end fun. of your reel. That'd
0: be hilarious. <laughs> She just like slides the van open.
2: Yeah. And,
0: and I'm there waving. <laughs>
2: and she's playing like, pump yep. up the jam. Injury, pump up yep, the jam. Injury, pump edema. it up.
0: Like,
2: yep. yes. she's, I, you I, need, I do it. need
0: you to come in and sharpen my instruments. I know you don't want to do them anymore, sure. but I, I request sure. summer only.
2: No worries. Okay. No worries.
0: All right, peeps. Tune in so to good. our Instagram at tooth or dare dot podcast to watch this dare go down. It's gonna be great. Summer. Great. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having such a crazy drive. And Mm -hmm. honestly, for providing a service for dental hygienists to make our lives easier. So I really, I really appreciate you for that. Thanks, girl. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you guys for having me. I am honored. Thank Thank you. you. We loved it. Until next time. Peace out, peeps. Peace out.
1: Cheers.
0: from
1: the flip side <laughs> on the flip Is that flip that's where we that's where we were or where we are
0: that's where we are that's on the other we...
1: side of that's the flippity flip of... yeah yeah um, feeling good
0: feeling good feeling good that was a good episode um for all of you that are are struggling with dull instruments you know you know what to do you know yeah. where to go you know what to do um thank you summer for for recording with us we really appreciate
1: it and for yes. sharing
0: all of your deep dark secrets
1: yes and i'm excited to see her dare yes it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome good. it's gonna be really good um yeah,
0: yeah that's that's about it's it so good. Make, sure,
1: make sure you guys all
0: check out the show notes below i promised that i would link the registration page for getting a demo for green light you can do the on demand <laughs> which is just you and your screen or you can um do one like i'm doing with my team um that provides us with some like live q and it i recommend that one i feel like there's more more opportunity for you to see if this would integrate into your practice. Yeah. For uh, sure. And how it can I know it'll integrate, but it's just like how it can integrate. And mm-hmm. if you do it as a team, then there's like that accountability that everyone was there or they can't be like, oh I didn't watch or I wasn't there. I didn't I don't mm-hmm. know. That's that. Enjoy your your drive to work because I'm assuming yeah. that's like. Alan Mead if you're listening and mucking your stalls.
1: Cleaning it's like his
0: toilets, probably. Thing. Like he, he, uses, he uses us for his cleaning motivation. We love you. And I love that. Unfortunately, uh, this, this weekend was supposed to be Voices of Dentistry.
1: Yeah. Which is That's like so a sad. throwback.
0: It's 12 months ago <sighs> this month that I was hanging out with you and all our cool podcast friends. And that was uh, the last time you and I were in the same room together, Irene. That was when I left all of my clothes. Yes, in the yes. Towel. And then <laughs> To or ship it to you, To ship it to me because I—that was also the last time I wore those jeans. Oh no, <laughs> I, guess I don't think they fit anymore. Thank you, COVID.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, oh, the COVID nineteen. That, that was
0: twelve months ago. Twelve months ago, boys from the dentistry, and I'm and my heart hurts a little bit.
1: Yes, I'm so sad. Yeah, we'll get back to it. We will, day. and yeah. we're going to come back with a vengeance. It's going to be amazing. Well, love vengeance.
0: Okay, all right, peeps, thanks again for tuning in. Make sure to follow us and follow at 23Dare.podcast to watch this dare go down. Until next time, peace
1: out,
2: peeps.
1: Cheers.
0: Irene, yeah. I have to go around with my chapstick how many layers of chapstick times. does one a, canadian need it's five i go one direction that, and that's
1: i was gonna direction. say we're doing you're doing the a 360 application i need, of I need to make sure that i get chaps, into all of the
2: crevices yeah. um but yeah we are in a, oh hang on that's my phone sorry
1: uh we are help <laughs> me sharpen my <laughs> instruments Literally, i need them sharpened tomorrow so um. There's a little pocket, so you can put your crystal in that, and you can. Oh, That's so cool. I would totally break out
0: into hives
1: if I. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. He's like st- wearing a bra, Irene.
0: <laughs> That's my new saying now. If something really pisses me off, it's just like you're gonna. This is gonna break. You're gonna, me gonna
1: out give to me hives.
2: <laughs> oh my.